Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Today is September 3rd. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Radio and PC has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. So if you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, let our team know you're a newcomer. And please put your camera on if you're a newcomer. Indar? Hello, Rahul. Can you hear me? Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you now, go ahead. Okay, yeah. So I have a little bit longer question, try to keep it brief. So I have two 485 applications. Uh, my first mm-hmm. one is a 3B2, uh, mm-hmm. January 2013 priority date. I did went through like everybody else downgraded and interfile and everything else. And as Another you know story. now, uh-huh. so now, now it has gone, uh, the dates have gone back. My second one yeah. is under EB1C as a, as a dependent. Uh, so it's on my wife's name. Uh, so I did get, so, so here's my situation. So both are pending. Okay. Yeah, so both are pending. I did get my EAD for EB1C. Uh, my, EB1, uh, my EB2 EAD got rejected. And they said, since you already have an EAD, we cannot issue you another EAD. Um, so I'm, I mean, my question is, is it safe to use the EB1C EAD as a dependent? What's the downside of using it if the EB2... Is your wife's, is your wife's EB1C I-140 approved? No, it is not. It's pending. Uh, we're doing a premium processing uh, at this point. I really don't know the answer. So I would... Um... Because they denied your EB2. We have a claim saying, yes, this is the EB2 EAD. We haven't argued this, but I would restrain using the EB1C EAD until the EB1C I-140 is approved. Okay, but once the I-140 is approved, they're safe to use it. I have no problem using the EB1C EAD. Okay, but, but that will not impact if the EB2 becomes current, if I have to adjudicate it. Will that, no. It will not impact. It should not impact. Okay, all right. That's all I have. Thank you. Anurag? Next person, please. Anurag? Yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, just to see. So, so my situation is I have uh, EB2 uh, EAD card. I have EB3 EAD card and I'm on H1B right now. So I have a flow diagram. So you just have to choose to say yes or no for the questions. I have a couple of questions mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. So suppose if I'm in the port of entry and I I, I decided uh, because I can I don't have any stamping. So I have used my parole and I've used my EB2 parole. Uh, 
So, so if I use the EB2 parole, can I still work on H1B when I enter the US? Yes, you can. Okay. So even if I uh, work on H1B, both of my EAD cards will get renewed. Maybe yes, you can. Get, get extended. Yes, you can. There's a chance one of the e EAD may be rejected, but um, good chance that one of the EAD will definitely be extended. Yeah. So, but suppose if I opted for, for working on EB2 EAD card, then can I go anytime to Mexico for a Margita switch and get back on my H1B? What's the purpose you're achieving by doing it? Uh, suppose if, if, if I have a plan that I'm, I have to go back to India for longer time, more than six months. So in that way, uh, like, like suppose if I'm, when you say, you, when you say you would use the AD, why, how would you use the AD? How? How would you use the EAD? Oh, means port of entry when I when I'm in, uh, that entering port it. of entry, you said advance parole. Once you come back, you're an H1B. Yeah, but 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 when I entered into US, I have an option either to be a work on H1B, continue working on H1B, or I can switch it to uh, EAD card, right? How do you switch it to EAD? Tell me a way to switch it. So that means that I would be always on EAD card when I enter the US. I didn't said that you are an H1B when you come back. No, I don't have a stamping. Suppose I don't have a stamping in you India. You told me I'm that. You, you, don't, you told me that before that you don't have a stamping. You have an EAD and advanced parole approval from EB2 and EB3. And you have an H1B, which is, doesn't have a stamping. You told me that. So you entered in advanced parole. That's what you told me. Yeah. But once you enter an advanced parole, you're still on H1B, I told you. So I cannot work on EAD? No, you can if you want to, but how would you tell me an example? How would you work it? So let's say H1B with this, let's let's say H1B with is with Apple company. You're yeah. continuing working for Apple, you're still on H1B. Correct. Okay. And suppose if I tell to my employer I want to switch to EAD. Why would you do that? Or, or if I if I take an, another offer from the other company, which is that which is you need to tell me. that's exactly then you will move to EAD. Yes. Yeah. Then you yeah. move to EAD. Not with you were working with Apple. Okay. 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 Now you, you move it. to EAD, and then why why do you want to switch back to H1B? Because suppose if I want to uh, go more than six months, and I want, suppose for two years I want to stay in India. Well, you can't come back on H1B even if you stay for two years there. Oh, I cannot because no. if I have an extension for three years. No, you cannot because your job doesn't exist for two years. Next person, okay. please. And okay, guys, you need to come. Uh, not hypothetical questions, but realistic questions, guys. Naira. Okay? Don't dream about and ask questions. Myra, go ahead. Naira. Ram? Oh, hi, Rahul, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, uh, so I have a question. I have uh, my uh, EV, uh, priority date 2012 uh, March, and I got an RFE in 20, last August, two months back, I mean, one month before, and I was actually in the process of moving to a full-time company. 
uh, switching from my current employer to a new employer but uh, at that time i got an rfe so i waited i asked my full time company to wait for a month so i already responded to rfe and now my date is current in october 1st from october 1st onwards so i still did not get any update from from them so can i actually move to the new company now or should i wait for the green card approval what because the, what was what was rfe about yeah rfe is about medicals and also they asked me to send the uh, w2s and pay stubs from the current employer because i moved from previous employer who originally filed my 485 to Uh, the current company after one year uh, 2020 october i so filed you, 20- with this other with, with with this new company did you file a 485j supplement oh uh, yes i did along yeah. with that uh, yeah you can move no, i no, don't I, see any problem in <clears throat> no i already um, submitted 485j in 2021 december itself and now got a, i got an rfe in 2022 august asking for yeah, you, medical I got you uh, told me about medical and 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 stills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you're fine. You can change this. You can change the company. But when you yeah, change but, the company, don't don't file a four eight five J supplement right now. Yeah, but if I get a follow up RFE on like any pay stubs or any previous submitted documents after I move to new company, how can I support? Well, then you have to show the pay stubs with that company, not with this company. The new company. Yeah. Okay, so is it a problem because uh, I already have intention of moving to new company in August itself when I was filing for responding for RFE. So did the question about why did you move to when you have intention of moving to new company? Fine, why did sir. you respond to RFE? How do you, how do they know you have an intention? Okay, okay, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Remember, everybody has an intention to lift five hundred <laughs> pounds every day. Don't you want to become like uh, what is that? Uh, uh virat kohli tomorrow yes we do i do have an intention okay but we can't is it yeah. right yes yes venkatesh yeah. so um thank you i'm i'm a newcomer to the group um so my question is my my wife is the principal applicant she has an approved eb2 and eb3 petition um she did not interfile to eb2 we have our ead ap approved we got medical rfp and what's the priority what's the priority date is um uh, september 2014 now mm-hmm. the question is my priority date is actually june 2013 and our question is should we interfile from her eb3 to my eb2 and are such interfiles allowed and if we do do this interfile will she be off the hook and she'll be a dependent such that she can now quit her job or change employers no 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 absolutely not um whether an interfiling will be allowed or not into your you your june 2013 we don't have an answer to that thing at all okay we don't know sometimes they allow it sometimes they don't allow it so if you have the capacity to file the entire 485 it's up to you you can file you as a main applicant did you use the eads yet or not we haven't used the eads you can file the 485 right now before september 30th if you want to and our office can help help you file in two days okay, okay? but don't interfile from your wife's 485 as a main applicant to your because the uscs will get confused they're going to mess it up we tried doing that 
one or two times it took like seven, eight years for us to get it succeeded. Eventually, I told her to go back and get the H-1B stamped outside the country, come back in and file the 485 again. So it is a horrible thing. Don't do it. Thank you. AJ? But you may want to consider filing a 485 this week. The reason is that 2014 is too, too far compared to your June 2013. Next person, please. Hello, Rahul. Yeah. Hello, Rahul. Yeah. I'm a newcomer to the group. Thank you so much for conducting this. I have a really simple question. So I'm next month going back to India to get my F1 renewed. I'm currently on F1. Uh, back in April this year, I got a ticket for a traffic ticket for speeding. And this does not reflect on my driving record. I just paid a fine for it. How do I answer the DS-160 question, whether I have been arrested no. or... No. no. Okay. No. All right, uh, that's it. All right, okay. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Manan Bhattagar. tickets under $500, you don't have to worry about it. Hi. Uh, so I have a very simple question. Like my wife has an H4 EAD currently on which she's working with a current employer who filed for her H1B this year. And like the USCIS website still shows that it is not approved and they're actively reviewing the case. And she needs to join a new employer in somewhere October mid. So like, does she go with the H-1B, wait for the H-1B and like uh, go in with the new employer with the H-1B or does she go with the H-4EAD? I can kill two birds with one bullet. Two birds with one the bullet. The best, uh, the best thing the would best, be that. The best thing. I'm getting some resound from somewhere, please. The best thing would be that the best thing do the premium processing, get the H1B approved. Okay. And on October 5th, okay. she's moving to other companies, right? Yep. On October 4th, she goes to Mexico. Mm -hmm. She has a margarita. Mm -hmm. She comes back October 5th. Okay. She will tell the officer that she's married with you. She's mm -hmm. coming back in H4. Okay. That's it. Now here is why I want the H1 to be approved. Because until mm -hmm. the H1B is approved, she's not technically counted towards the H1B number. Okay. Now, you got the point? Yeah. So like, what if like, uh, is it something like a deadline for the USCIS that it would be approved by October 1st or like it can extend? It, it can extend. So have to extend the job by a week or so. Okay. 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 And like she can see, and if it is not like approved, she can join on the H4 EAD. And like, if she changes the employer, the H1, which is filed with the previous employer is like null and void kind of stuff. Uh, I'm sorry. If she joins the new employer on the H4 EAD and the H1B is still not approved in that case, mm -hmm. and the approval comes after she joins in. So like then she, the, the H4, H4 read is null and void. Then she has okay. to go to Mexico and come back. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Sure. Thank you. Next person, please. Rajesh. Rajesh. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, Rajesh. Hey, uh, hey Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Hey, um, I have a, uh, I, I have, I have a petition pending for a change of employer and was issued an RFE. 
and uh, i also have an uh, visa appointment with the current, i mean i have a visa appointment in india in october 25th but will that affect in any way if i attend the uh, visa appointment with the current employer so you you apply for the transfer and there is an rfp yes or is it an extension which is an rfp no it is a transfer uh, change of employer and i received an rfp but we we still don't know but, what an rfp is but do you intend to join that company currently with this condition i can't i mean i i really need to go to india in october so uh, i still didn't receive the rfp but on this current conditions i want to postpone the responding and rfp yeah then i i don't see any problem in you going back and getting started again coming back you're good and i can't change the employer while i'm in india right uh can you not no you can't okay and Next person. last one is yeah uh, if the, if if uh, okay so if uh, if the if the lawyers respond to the rfa and it was approved and uh, if i'm in india i can't attend the uh, visa interview no i would not recommend because okay. you already filled out this information don't change it to another information it's not recommended okay 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 uh, make uh, your decision you. right now and go with it don't change in between don't make an excuse where the us uh, the consular office will reject your visa or an inquiry next person please ana okay um hi uh, my priority date is uh, in december end of 2014 and um, actually my perm just got approved and i wanted to file i140 and 485 together as per the september visa bulletin but my attorney is saying that um the uss is only considering the final action date for the that's new... right is that right that's right so i well, cannot file it though it's currently i i pretty sure i i pretty sure i'm right that your lawyer is right but i want to make sure and what is your priority date you said december end 2014 and yeah. final action date is around december 1 or something like that final action yeah i know that you know yeah i know the answer but let me make sure because we still have few days i can just get everything ready within a day or two uh, i know i i know i know i know i know give me one second okay i'm for sure no for employment position yeah now it's final action date i'm sorry you cannot your lawyer is right unfortunately okay okay thank you next person please sunny damn ana you may have to wait for 10 years to come there hey hi rahul uh thank you for taking this call this question is regarding my spouse actually uh she was on f1 earlier with the employer and her ead got expired in may but uh, <clears throat> her h1b got picked up in the lottery but the employer didn't file on time so she had to lose a job and then finally her college filed a cap cap visa so she used some grace period there from may to july and now uh wait wait though she has a cap there's no h1b applied and the h1b applied after her ead got expired so she was on grace period then h1b h1b was applied because it was picked up in the lottery 
So the, her college filed cap gap visa till September end, but now her H1 is denied. So which means that her cap gap is also canceled, right? So what are the cap options gap, for us now? Cap gap without employment authorization. Yes, yes. So what are the options now? Should we ask the employer to refile the H1 because it was picked in the lottery? No. Can they do that even after denial? Can no, they, they, cannot, they cannot refile it. They can, they can file an appeal. They cannot refile it. What is your legal status though? I am. I have I-140. So should we convert to H-4 and apply why, for EAD? Why, why, why you did not convert <laughs> into H-4 EAD before and have her file the H-1B though? Um, will it not change the status? Like at one point, she cannot have both, right? So, Yeah, but, but H-4 EAD is the option though. Why? I don't know why people pick F-1 options when they have H-4 EAD options. I would want her... Uh, you can apply for the H-4, but I believe she even crossed the 60-day grace period too. So will it 60-day grace period starts again from zero or she has already used when no, she, she was filing the cap it. cap? Yeah, she already used it because cap cap, she's not eligible for it. Okay. So okay. I even would, though we I have not used full to... 60? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, sir. I don't know whether, did you see not, when is the stomach extension expiring or OPT expiring? Her OPD is like, like September 30th. It was supposed to end through the cap cap. No, so regular she has OPD already used her two years. She already used. Sir, when is the EAD expiring? STEM extension EAD expired. The card expired. Yeah, it already it already got expired in May. When did it expire? Next person, please. You're not answering my question. I'm sorry. Sakshi. I asked you the date when it expired. You're not telling me. I don't know how to say that. Uh, Sakshi, go ahead. Yeah, so hi Rahul. Um, my I-485 was applied in 2020 December, the same EB2 to EB3 downgrade, but my attorneys did it as an amendment. I requested a lot after consulting with you that time, but they didn't do it. Um, recently, they filed for a new application as an EB2, right? Uh, again, as a new application. What's your priority date? 2013 January. Okay, keep going. Okay, and... Um, Right now, I have an RFE on that because they didn't send some labor uh, documents or something like that. So I have an RFE. My question is, is that if I travel outside the country and come back on EAD, um, would I would I can I apply for a new 485 if next year my date gets like current? If you because go I back, and, you, you haven't used the EADs, right? So you're no, in not advanced yet. parole right now. So if you come back in advanced parole, is it your I question? I mean, I'm on H-1B right now. I'm on H-1B, right. okay. but the visa is not having any stamping. If I go outside the country and come back, I would be using come the EAD. What? I would come use the EAD parole. or EAP. Yes, the EAD-AP card, right? The combo card. Mm -hmm. If okay. I come back on that, um, do I need to be on H-1B status to apply for a new 485? If at all, at that point, they say that you have to apply a 485 instead of transfer. Like, I'm just thinking forward thinking. <laughs> yeah. First of all, if you were to apply for 485, you can always do a margarita switch by going to Mexico and coming back. We are not sure. We know how to extend the H-1B when you come back and advance parole. For sure, it works. 
we know for you, you can transfer to H4, you can extend the, uh, you, you can transfer to a different company, but we don't know whether you're going to be able to file the 485 or not. So we, what we normally tell people is, hey, why don't you go to Mexico and come back on H1B and then we can file the 485. The and other for thing that, is that, okay, wait, yes. wait for transfer of underlying basis is nothing new. They create an address recently for California. Transfer of underlying basis has been there from past 15 years or 30 years, okay? You can still do transfer of underlying basis even if you use the EAD. Even if I'm on, on an EB3, I can do that? Yes, you can. Okay. You can do that. But and, whether and, you can oh, refile the 485 or not, we are not sure about it. For that, we tell and, you to go to Mexico and come back. Okay, so if I go to Mexico, I just have to show my 797. Even if I'm on an EAD, AP, it's okay. It'll just use that. There's no issue with like anything else. Okay. Yep. Okay, that's all my question. Thank you so much. Anil? Hey, Rahul. Uh, thanks, thanks for taking the call. Uh, so Rahul, uh, presently I'm on H1B uh, and my employer is going to file my perm, uh, they said by December. So it is currently at the recruitment stage. My H1B is going to expire in August, 2023, 2nd of August. So, and I don't have like stamping on my visa. So I was on L1B, uh, the L1B five years maxed out in June, 2022. So mm -hmm. yeah, now you I'm said sure. that August August is a six year uh, expiration for you, including the L1. Yeah. So I'm not sure like how good the date is and is like very tight schedule. And my my uh, attorneys are suggesting me to go out of uh, the country and come back so that they can add some more day as in uh, to the H1B as in if there is like any issue with with the POM application. But ha having said that, uh, with no visa stamping date available. Uh, I'm not sure whether I'm eligible for interview waiver as one because I was on L1 and now it is H1. So just wanted yeah, to- the best, You need to think about Mexico option to spend more time in Mexico. And the question uh, is, hey, I don't have the visa stamping. How can I come back to USA? That's a common question that I get it is, right? Yeah, yeah. The whole problem is, damn, I'm not getting the H1B stamping. Why would I go to Mexico? So that's called automatic revalidation. I want you to watch this video, okay? Which I sent it to you. And okay. there are two videos that I want you to watch it. So what people do is that they go spend 25 days in Mexico, come back. Go spend 25 days, come back. Go spend 25 days. Now, if you go to India, we don't know whether you're going to come back or not. Okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, one second. And I want you to watch this combination of these two videos. And that's a way to extend. And the topic is, my H1B is coming to six years. My perm is not approved. What do I do? That's a topic, okay? Just yeah. watch these two videos. You'll get an idea, okay? What I'm speaking sure. about. Sure, Rahul. And You don't have to okay. go to so, India, okay? Okay, 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 sure. Sure. And is okay. just last thing is Canada like I, I read someone that automatic revalidation. Oh, you Canada. you have a Canadian visa? Uh, I was planning to apply like a tourist visa and I yeah, don't have fine. like Ca a... Canada Canada and Mexico are the same. We just use Mexico as an example. Canada is the same. Okay, okay. Thanks, Rob. I'll take I'll take the last caller, guys. And before we go to the next um, 
and we'll take some uh, questions online. So if you leave questions online, please, we will try to answer at least five or six questions. And if you're a newcomer, please put newcomer in the beginning and ask the question. We'll try to answer this. Naira? Anil V. Arohan, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Uh, one question, actually, um, I have the I-485 interview scheduled for next week. Uh, it is related to the, the traffic violation. I we just answered a little while ago that uh, if it is less than $500, we don't have to, uh, we, have to we don't have to show that. But uh, in case if the officer asks, like, um, if I have any traffic violations, do I need to say yes or no? If he asks about traffic violations only, you answer yes to that question. If he is asking, have you committed any crime? Have you been arrested? Have you been cited anything? The answer is no. Okay. Even if they ask like anything, any violations we have or anything like that, I, I can just say no for that, right? Say no. Say no. Okay. Only explicitly if they ask for traffic violations, then we have to answer. That is right, sir. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Srini is a newcomer. I traveled to US and AP granted under EB3. Can I use another AP granted category for traveling US outside of US next time? Absolutely, no problem. You are fine. My son is aged locked. Can he use EAD at a later point? Kishore, if, the, if your child's age is locked, I would, if I have a child, I would have them use it. I would have them use the EAD. Newcomer, I have 4824 schedule. I've been Bench period between 2008 and 2009. Will it cause any problem? It is better that you have a consultation, Mr. Arishok. It is better that you have a consultation. There are many exceptions for it, especially if you have traveled outside the country, but you may have to take a memo certain other things. It's better to have a mock interview with a person. Um, Sakshi Mittal, uh, can you come on AP and still be an H1B or it would be EAD? No, you will be still considered to be an H1B, Sakshi. Any newcomers that we did not answer? Newcomer DG, give me one second. Uh, I'm currently in day one CPT. I have my I-20, my visa is stamped and my with premium. I recently received my Canadian PR. I'm planning to go drop my day one simple mid or semester will impact my visa applications in the US in future. No, you'll be fine. Just because you dropped out of the university right now, uh, you're fine. I don't see any problem in you in future. Definitely the, the day one CPT universities will be considered a little bit negatively, but just because you dropped in between, I don't see as a problem. Uh, Hari, try to avoid the free meals. Uh, I think so there is only, I, if I'm not mistaken, the means are only for the low-income people, but uh, I need to know if it's provided to people who make million dollars too, or $100,000. Akshay, I-140, May 2022, H4EAD, H1B transferred, new H4EAD, H4EAD approval, 
September issue with two cards. Okay, it's just an approved with initial H4. What happens to other social security? You can ignore it. They won't issue a uh, social security number. Even if they issue it, you can at that point of time go and cancel one of it though. But they won't normally, but if they issue it, you should go and request them. Raymond, uh, I'm contracted with company um, uh, with an employer for two clients. Okay, that's fine. Seven names and approved with client A. I resigned last month from company, working with company B. But yesterday you come to, obviously came to my home, visited, check all the, are there any issues? As long as the LCA location tells a particular location, if it's your apartment, your home, or within 40 miles of the location, where your original LCA location, let's say company A, company, if you're home, with company A and you're working with company B with the home, you are good, no problem. But if your company A location is Florida and now company B location is in California though, you definitely might be in problem. But if your LCA location, you're staying within the 40 miles, your end client changes, I don't see any problem. If you're working Anurag, I'm working on EB2 EAD card and if EB3 priority date becomes current, can I still get EB3485 adjudicated? Yes, you can still interfile to EB. You can still interfile to EB3. Absolutely, you can. Thank you, guys. Next conference call will be tomorrow. Uh, uh, sorry, Monday at 3.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.